terms of what can really like go down between a landlord and a tenant, people have just gotten straight up evicted for little to no reason and, and that kind of shit is scary. God, I don't even know what the fines were. We call ourselves Heart Collective House. We live at 124 Heart Street in Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy. There, what else? Yeah, get it all out, get it all out. <laughs> As I talk, like little things like pop off for me in my mind, like, oh, that's a story. rented this apartment, we were under the management of North Brooklyn Property Management. I don't think any of us really knew what a management company was, or we'd never lived in situations where that was the case. I don't think it like, raised any flags for us going in to the apartment. We didn't think to like ask any questions about them. And after about a, a year of being with the North Brooklyn management company we got an email in the mail being like we your management company has switched over to superb property management you will now be paying your rent to them something that happens like is this weird but we went with it started paying our rent to superb property management the weeds but we at that time decided to try to merge our lease with our downstairs unit because they are also set up as a co-op they have been a co-op longer than we have, and so as we got to know them more and become like close friends, we were talking and we were like, do you think there's a future in which we could sort of like leverage our collective renting power? Look, we have been stable tenants. We want to live here and like keep improving the property. We liked living here. We liked living with each other. Negotiating it up to a two-year lease. There was like no back and forth. The company was like, sure. So they returned us one lease for the whole unit, and, um, and we signed that together as one house. The same as ever, they organized the same as ever in terms of getting the money together to pay rent every month and conduct their own house meetings, like more socially mixing with each other and organizing events together and using the backyard together. And it just felt like more fluid overall. Yeah, it was really nice until uh, we found out that downstairs was ha having trouble with their rent payment. All on the hook for 14 people getting their rent in every month and bigger every month. So somebody wasn't paying downstairs or something. We just thought that if someone was having trouble paying rent downstairs, they would have been comfortable talking about it because there's things we could have done pull together money to cover for them or, or something. But as it was, we, were, we started getting these notices from the management company. This balance is a problem. If your debt gets big enough, they can legally like evict you. So yeah. that was kind of like looming in the back of our mind because like month after month, it was like really exponentially growing our debt. But then a, a lot of us, myself included, were like, this is really weighing on me every day. I just am worried about like what could happen and I don't, we don't know this new management company. Like we don't know how seriously they mm -hmm. take, you know, debts and like what actions they would take. I was very anxious about it and other people were too. And, and ultimately we decided it was best for the health of, of us to, to break the lease.
So something I would like to add is that I feel like the management companies never had a really good sense of what was going on in this building. Like they didn't necessarily know how many people were living here, how many people were on the lease, how many people were off it. No, no. That means like an important deal. I don't think like any communication went on between the two management companies. And, you know, I don't even know how that decision was made. All they cared about, you know, was their bottom line, which is getting their rent month to month, which is fair. That's normal. When we switched over to the other management company and tried to explain to them the situation we were having, look, we were previously one unit and now we're merged, but we'd like to go back to being a separate unit because we're having these issues with money. And they're just like, what? Like, they're confused. They don't, <laughs> this isn't a situation that I guess they've ever dealt with. So they were confused as fuck, but basically they were like, okay, just write your contract and we'll sign it. They like returned it to us with a bunch of really horrible language that was super restrictive and and verging on illegal. Like all your appliances are on you to repair and replace if need be. You can't have a welcome mat. If ever in the event of like an infestation, like that's on us to deal with. Oh my God. <laughs> that didn't seem right. There was stuff about you know, like never going onto our roof, never being on the stoop. Um, we have a beautiful, you know, classic bedsty brownstone stoop. And apparently by the terms of our contract, it's illegal to like loiter there. And it's just, fuck that, that's our property. The whole vibe I was getting from the contract was that they just did not want any liability or any responsibility for anything possibly ever falling on them, right? So mm -hmm. by putting all these restrictions in the, the lease agreement, they're abdicating their responsibility. Yeah. So once we were like really getting in depth with this contract situation, because they were also very not responsive and hard to, to get on email or on the phone, they actually have some interesting rules about who they will have one-on-one -on -one meetings with and who they will not. They had their offices inside a Jewish temple and they would only take meetings with men. So, yeah, our roommate, um, Satish, ended up going <laughs> as, like, our representative. So after we, like, workshopped some new language and, like, had a meeting with them, we ended up agreeing to a new contract that was, I think, a lot more reasonable. And then it, it, it made us think, like, oh, this whole time, maybe, like, face-to-face -face communication would have been the more expedient, better route rather than, you know, these endless email threads. For us, it's just these faceless companies who like don't know us and we don't know them. We signed it and yeah, we've been separated as a unit ever since. It was, the situation downstairs ended up in a very bad direction. Their debt continued piling up until they were really close to being evicted and only through a bunch of fundraising were they able to dig themselves out of that hole. It's basically because one person who had been collecting, you know, all six people's rent was spending some of that rent money and not putting towards the, their payments, yeah. And this person was a dear friend of ours. Dear friend. And we also ended up getting switched yet again back to the original management company. So we're just like a hot potato in some Brooklyn real estate scheme. It's just really <laughs> weird, really strange. Yeah, there are. Like, our bathroom doors, like, won't close and lock because the door frames are so broken. 
that's something that I think definitely they should repair, but ha they haven't yet. What else? What else? Our toilet was broken for a while. Our shower wasn't draining. The downstairs had mold, so, you know, it's one of the principles of, like, cooperativism, you know? Like, self-reliance and yeah. self-sufficiency, so... But I think, as I mentioned before, like, they've also been really unresponsive and hard to reach during times of crisis. I'll, I'll take you through something that affects our unit directly. It seems like every winter, our heat just does not turn on in time for when it starts getting really fucking cold. And, and that's just flat out illegal. Your landlord has to provide heat. But we figured we're going to email them just to say, hey, tenants at 124 Hart Street don't have heat. You know, that's the subject line, seems pretty important to take care of. And they did not respond to that email. We would, like, follow up on it every day. Hey, we still don't have heat. 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 Until finally we get a response being like, we'll have someone look into it. Our front door handle, like, literally broke off. We could not lock our apartment, which is just, like, a massive security issue. And so... We were emailing them about that, emailing them about that. We were emailing them about that, about that. I finally responded saying they put in a request on the portal, like a maintenance request. And we did, and I don't know, it still ended up taking two weeks to get that fixed. We live next to a community garden and on the left side of our building, um, the south facing side. And it's a very cute little community garden. Some bricks were falling out and it looked like they were falling into the community garden. That's problematic. Like, there's a hole in our building. Like, shit. So we saw the, the hole forming and we kind of just monitored it. And then we saw that it was getting bigger and bigger. And so then finally we sent an email to our management company saying there's a hole forming inside the building. We're concerned about it. Can you get it patched up? This is definitely outside of what we could possibly do ourselves. So they called the city um, and I don't know how, how much time passed, but eventually I saw that some scaffolding had been built outside of our building um, and eventually some workers came and started patching up the hole that had gotten quite big and that took a little while. <laughs> I could like look outside my window and see, you know, like construction men working and sometimes we'd make weird eye contact but yeah I was happy that was finally getting addressed and then finally the project was completed the hole was patched up but then they left the scaffolding up for ever they didn't take it down and and the scaffolding was like built directly over the garden all the plants died they weren't getting sun and that is what the city ended up no the management company ended up getting a formal citation for was the fact that they didn't properly complete their project. Poor garden people, they must be so pissed. They're like, first of all the bricks, and then you kill our plants. Yeah, it's, anytime we've had a, a conflict um, that has to do with the house, it's been, it's taken a psychological toll. Cause like we, we really do try to practice like direct communication and like nonviolent forms of communication in our in our day-to-day -day lives. But when you're dealing with these entities, it's like, there's no way to do that, really. Like, there's no directness. There's no open lines of communication. It's just like, sometimes we just felt like we were like screaming into the void. 
when the whole situation was happening. I just had this moment of clarity where I was like, oh, I know exactly what they're doing. They're letting our building fully deteriorate so that they can, so that we leave and then they can flip it and rent it for a lot more. Because that happens around here. Like there's a lot of renovated properties and new developments that are, you know, responsible for like gentrifying this neighborhood. And like we're a part of that, obviously. I think I was just getting very conspiratorial about it. I'm like, this is exactly what they're doing. They just like want us to get fed up and leave. And I'm like, well, goddamn it, we're not. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna stay here until like they force us out. Yeah, I think it's made us smarter. It's made us stronger. We're now curious about like tenants associations, like ways that we can get involved in like neighborhood level organizing. It's just a lot about knowing the rights that you have. It lays out for you very clearly. It's like you have to, to seek that information out. Once you learn that you have rights, you realize how many of them have been taken or like at least threatened. We know not to expect too much. We know that at the end of the day, we're probably going to be relying on ourselves. And I, I do know individual people associated with these companies because they're the ones who like respond to our emails. There's Linda, there's Moshi. They are just people, but you know, I don't really know how their organization is run. I don't know where we stack up to them for them in, in terms of their like priorities or whatever. It feels pretty, pretty low. didn't even give you the most important update, um, which is that um, last week, it was like Sunday night, um, our basement fucking flooded. Well, okay, but let me back up. Um, a pipe burst under the sink, and for an hour, it was just spewing water, and it was seeping through the floors, the ceilings, the floors, the ceilings, like three floors down until it reached the basement where there is currently three inches of standing water. <laughs> and like, that's a huge like health hazard, like a mold risk and, and getting management to respond to that has, you know, been a nightmare. <laughs>